Welcome to the If I Only Knew podcast with Debbie and Veronica, two friends with a combined age of 110 years. I'm 65. And I'm 55. Between us, we have five kids, three grandkids, and a total of 75 years married. Now it's time to be inspired, laugh a lot, and learn to thrive. Hey, Debbie, how you doing? I'm good. Good. Welcome to 2020. Yeah, man, we've got a good year ahead of us. Oh, we sure do. We're so excited. I know. So many exciting things going on, guys. Welcome. We're so glad you decided to join us in this second year of our first podcast. Did you see? We're almost in over 497 downloads. That's amazing. I know. In just a couple of months. In just a couple months. Thank you for your support, everybody. We really appreciate it. We feel like we're getting to know you from some of the local uh, get-togethers we've had and some of the things that you've told us on um, through DMs and Instagram and Facebook. So we're really excited for some of the things we're going to be bringing you for 2020. Okay, so talking about that, we wanted to kind of review with you how we plan on doing topic sort of things, you know, mumbling through my words here, <laughs> uh, topic-driven months, rather than say we, we do a topic and then we jump to another topic within a month, we thought we would concentrate on a topic. So we gave you full circle, um, not only starting with maybe what the statistics are about the thing, any definitions, any discussions surrounding that, followed by highlights within that topic. Yep. Um, and then kind of talk to how to's, what do we do? How do we make changes? How do we thrive with the information we've given? So those four podcasts would give a good overall. So yeah, we want to, we, we want to give you an action plan yes. at the end of it so that you can actually put into action the things that we're talking about. Right. So this month, the month of January, everybody's talking about resolutions and goals. Yeah. And if I see one more goals are the words. Right. So we decided instead we're going to talk about friendship. Right. Because friendship is really important as we start to get older. And, you know, honestly, if I only knew I was going to feel this way in my 50s about friendship, I might have paid a little more attention in my younger years to friendships. I agree. Or at least if I... If I only knew how I'd feel uh, at this point at 65, that uh, that I would, you know, sort of sense the need for be able to understand changing friendships yeah. and making new friends. Uh, it, it would make me feel differently, perhaps, on how I approached things earlier. But hard yeah. to say. But yeah, still hard to say. But you never know. Right. But ho- hopefully, we can help you with some information. So here's some stats. Okay. So two in five Americans report that that they sometimes or always feel that their friendships are not meaningful. Okay, so we have friends, but two out of five. That's pretty, I mean, it's not half, but it's still, that's a lot of people that, what was that? I'm afraid that's the dogs. The dogs dogs are still here. The dogs are still here. And we love them. Okay, so two in five report that their friendships are not meaningful. And one in five that they feel lonely. People say they actually feel lonely or socially isolated. Wow. So understand a little bit of that because of the whole internet and the mm-hmm. you know social media stuff. But um, what did you find out? Any other? Well, statistics? so one of the things that I found out is that um, what like what's an average number of a person to have friend wise? And evidently, it's about sixteen friends. Um, and three of those are what would be considered lifelong friends. Okay. Someone, I guess you have known, you know, since either childhood, childhood or like you went to high school or, with yeah, or something. Exactly. Okay. All right. Um, and then five of those are people that you choose to hang out with that you really like, and you choose to hang out with like on a one-to-one basis like you. 
Oh, yeah. You're one of my five. Right. And and you make an effort to actually hang out with that person. And then there's eight people who maybe you don't hang out with them one-on-one, but you really like them. And maybe you see them in group settings right. or they're a part of your circle of friends and you really enjoy hanging out with them. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It does. It seems, really, although it seems like as you get older, your circle shrinks. That's I what I'm seeing. You I agree. The circle shrinks. And it's, yeah. and of course, like most anything, it's not the uh, quantity. It's more the quality. Of the, the quality is huge. Huge. So huge. leading into that thought, you know, started looking up things, of course, definitions and things. And then I found a really interesting thing that said, what are signs of a good mm. friend? And so we thought for talking points for our interview today, mm. we're going to kind of interview, interview each, each other, other yeah. a little bit and talk about what is a good friend. So um, what is a good friend to you. So to me, a good friend is somebody who loves me as me, not who they want me to be. Okay. Um, it's, it's someone who accepts me in my highs and in my lows. It's someone who understands that my life is different than their life and, and accepts that. And that I, I really enjoy my friends where I have different, differing opinions from them because it makes it more interesting. Do you find that that's what you do when you get together? Do you talk different opinions? You know, it depends. There are times, uh, sometimes if we're, you know, just sitting around having discussion, we will get into topics. Um, and, and we'll find out that, oh, we have differing opinions. Sometimes I know someone has a differing opinion and uh, depending on how spunky I am that day, <laughs> stir it up. I might it. stir the pot a little bit, okay. but, but I only do that with people that I really know, love me and know my heart and aren't going to say, oh, oh, she's that opinion. Right. You know, because no one wants to feel judged. You know, I think in I think there are times where we do feel judged. Maybe somebody isn't judging us, but we might feel like maybe they are because we know they have a different opinion. Yeah. How about how about you? What are some of your Um, I think that to to me, a friend, a really good friend is somebody who really understands me Mm -hmm. uh, and the quirks. Um, that knows that I can't always be there because I'm I'm one of these type of givers to multitudes of people and they may not be uh, my friends that I'm giving to, but I'm solving a problem here or I'm solving someone's issue there and helping that. And so I sometimes take a small vacation from contact and I don't want, I, a good friend understands that. will immediately know that, you know, if they give me a quick text and say, are you okay? I go, yeah, I am. Thank you. And they will know that when I'm ready, it'll, we'll come back to where we were before. Yeah. Uh, that's important to me. And, and also a good friend is somebody who isn't just wanting to tell me all about their life. Um, but they also want to hear about mine. And even if our lives are similar in some, maybe children, grandchildren or whatever are very similar, but our lives are completely different in terms of what we do with the day or our interests or, um, activities or hobbies or our different businesses and work. Um, and they really care about what maybe I'm doing. Someone that shows interest. Someone who shows that interest. Yeah. Um, even just one question would help some days. I, that's how I feel, but I know that good friend that does, what are you doing? And, you know, and will offer and be really honest with me. Yeah. That's another really big one, right? Someone who will love you enough and care about you enough to be really honest with you, but tender. Yes. You know, because nobody wants someone who's just like, la, 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 you're doing this wrong. You're, you should change this. But we know, we all know we're not perfect. 
Right. Even though I think I am, I know I'm not. <laughs> we like to I think want we are. to be. We perfect. want to be. We're striving for thriving. I'm striving perfect. to. Be. I'm not yeah. anymore. I'm trying to not strive to be perfect. Right. But, but, but I think it's really important to know that you have friends that when they see you in maybe a pattern that is not helpful to you or not healthy for you, that they're willing to help you along in that, not sabotage you, not condemn you or judge you, right. but help you. Or the friend you go shopping with because you're desperate because you have to look good for something. And you go out shopping and the one friend says, oh, that looks gorgeous. And it's horrible. It's a a hanging bag because they really aren't paying attention. I mean, I love that they came with me. So I sometimes I have people who are friends that do that. But but the friend who can say to me, okay, you look really bad. Turn around. Let me see the back of it. I know the spots that you don't, you like to hide. Okay. That they're going to do that for you. And they're going to say, no, it's a no go, Deb. I know. I don't care how much you love it you know, it's not even repairable. Okay. So, or the hat looks stupid or whatever. And some, and I don't mind, they don't have to necessarily be tender. They just, if they're quick, right. Snap. Sorry. A little quick. That that's good too. Because like you move on. Right. Exactly. Yes. No, hundred percent agree. I think shopping with a girlfriend that really knows what looks good on you and was willing to tell you when something doesn't is huge. Correct. Very huge. I agree. Um, Okay. Thanks about um, kind Kind and respectful yeah. to you. What's, how do you feel about that? Kind and respectful. What does that mean to you? So to me, I think to me that means if if I have a friend that knows that, sorry, I might cry a little bit. What else? Is <laughs> okay, that's good. But it's we're, like all of a sudden I'm feeling a little no, teary okay. here. If I have a friend that knows that there's something in my life that's a struggle for me. Now, I'm not talking about a bad habit or, but, you know. I don't know, maybe there's something going on in my life that's making me sad or that isn't exactly the way I want it to be. Um, Being kind and respectful to me would be them not maybe flaunting in my face the fact that maybe they have the opposite situation. So not trying to one-up me. Yes. You know, so that if I'm like needing to, to vent a little bit about um, a situation that they're willing to compassionately, kindly listen to me and not, um, you know, try to uh, either make me feel better because their life is better or right. how I should change things. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It makes sense. And I, I, it's the respect. It's up. Oh, they're having a bone fight. <laughs> a bone fight is what's going on, but we're going to keep going. Okay. Um, respectful to me is somebody who does respect what I'm going through or, or, and that, and they'll, they know too, that I will respect if they're going through something. So if they're, if I, they know I'm having a hard time, it's maybe not a good idea when I say, gee, I went to, I went to this great little show over here or, or that something's happening with the kids. They're not going to say, well, yeah, you know, I have that and I do this and I do that. Exactly. I, they, they're going to be, okay, I understand exactly yeah. what you're saying. And let me, how can I help you? Right. That question, how can I really can help I you? Really help I, you? I'm, and yeah. oftentimes that person that may not always feel an I'm very guilty of this. I'm a problem mm. solver. So I tend, when somebody's talking to me, rather than doing a really good active listening as a friend, I may already try. I'm already, You're thinking, already trying I'm to solving. solve the problem. Right. Yeah. And I've had my husband, for example, because he's one of my best friends. He's right. not my, my only. husband too. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He'll say, can I just not vent and you, and just listen, don't always solve my problem. And I think a good friend, a really close friend can sense that when you need that, you just need 
to be able to listen. Yeah. Um, Sometimes just having someone say, gosh, I'm so sorry you're going through that. Right. How, and, and is there, yeah. do you want to go somewhere? Yeah. Can we, let's go get us, get a facial, anything yeah. just to relax or just together a hug. or a hug. Yeah, right. exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's really good. Loyalty is another Ugh. trip. What do you think about loyalty? Man, loyalty is <laughs> huge. Yeah. Chalk and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Loyalty is huge. I want my people, my little tribe to know that, you know, if they say something to me or something's going on in their life, that it's not going beyond where it is right between the two of us, you right. know, or if there's three of, you know, it's, it's a vault. It's like, it's, it's said it's, and it's there. Um, and I want to know, I want to have that trust in the people that I'm around. Right. Cause I've experienced, um, relationships where there isn't loyalty. And I think that probably is one of the most hurtful things and makes us the most guarded. Yes. Well, it makes you afraid to get close. Exactly. So I get too close and share something, your true vulnerability. Right. uh, And then someone takes that and And you hear it it or uses it. Yeah. You know, I I think I've gotten pretty smart about that as that age. You learn that the hard way as you're younger. Oh boy, that's the truth. And it hurts you so badly that it sometimes stings you enough that you have to, it takes you a while if you can, Mm -hmm. and, and you can forgive that person because that's the other thing. If they you do, have you have to forgive because yeah. the energy of, yeah. of, of being a grudge and yeah. unforgiveness is not worth it in one's no, life. So, okay. So we get all that trustworthy, willing to tell you the truth, even when yeah. it's hard laughs with you. Oh. you ever find that we get just some people, I get like a little kid. Yeah. This just recently happened to me over new year's and we were misbehaving at dinner, a friend of mine. <laughs> and we, it's just, it wasn't like we were drunk. It was any of that. It was that we were just being kids yeah. and I don't know what got us started, giddy. but we got silly and we were laughing. <laughs> we're laughing so hard. Everybody's kind of looking at us like, what is the joke? Well, there is no joke. I don't even know what we're laughing at anymore, but that be- good belly laughing is like the best. It's been, it's medicine. It is medicine. It is. It does. Laughter does so many good things for the body. Yes. Like physically it relieves stress. I mean, it's, it's a, yeah, amazing. It's highly under, it's, uh, underrated. Yeah. It, no, it's really good. So I, if I have friends, sometimes things are so serious, you yes. know, it's always, Oh, okay. We got to go through this. And then oh, <laughs> someone's happening to the kids. And, oh, the grandchildren can't do this. And yeah. I'm so tired. I'm going to yeah. die. I mean, so, I mean, yeah. Sometimes I can't. I yeah. just want to laugh. Yeah. I just want to go in some crazy hunt to a thrift shop and throw on some bag over my head in high heels and be laughing. That's right. Just Play be a kid. Up. Be a kid. Be, be a, a little kid. bit of a that's kid. That's right. Let so, loose a little bit. So that's another good so friend. Important. Laughter. Yes. Sticks around you when you get when things get tough. You have had some real experience yeah. with that, Veronica, in many ways. Yeah. You want to share with us how? Yeah, How you were able to really pick those friends that stuck yeah. by you when things were Well, tough. I think I've picked friends now that have stuck by me when things have gotten tough. Um, I think maybe I haven't chosen as well, but in the past. Um, but that to me, I would say that's probably really, really high on the list is knowing. One of my really good girlfriends, we have a chalkboard wall in our house. And way down at the bottom of it, she wrote, we've got your backs. Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's it, right? That well, sums you it went, up for when me. Dave, when you were yeah. going things with, through with things with yeah. Dave, yeah, um, the, Dave is is Veronica's husband. Yeah, had a cancer diagnosis, had cancer treatment, and all yeah. that. I guess you really found out tr- truthfully who had your back. Huh? Yes, because that's tough, and sometimes people aren't. Are well, they don't know fear. how to respond, yeah. or you know. So yeah, it's definitely, and I feel like my friends knew when I needed space and knew when you know I needed to be reached out to. So yeah, so that's definitely a big one. 
Um, we've got to makes you smile. It's there to yeah. listen, comforts you when you cry. Those are yeah. all common. I think the other piece is that there's real, um, you feel like when you're with a particular friend, you're not really alone. Do you ever get a loneliness, so to speak, yeah. when you've hung out maybe with a couple friends mm -hmm. sometimes and you go, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. Why? And you try to go back and I, I tend to have the habit of saying, okay, what am I doing wrong? Okay. <laughs> am I doing something wrong? Am yeah. I not calling? Do I not fit in? You know, and how do you go through that and say, okay, well, sometimes it's good to look at your own vulnerability, For your sure. own ability to be as good a friend as you can. And all those things are always good to be self-aware, but sometimes it's okay if that your friends change. Things change, what you need, what they need, what they're capable of, what you're capable of at times to be that friend. And I think the, we, we can talk about this more when we get to loneliness, but I think when really pay attention to that, that's normal. First of all, really normal. Uh, I have to say when you're chugging along in your forties and fifties and you're going to the games and then you're all going to the after game parties and then we're sending them to college and we're all talking about how we're dealing with empty nesters and we do all that. And then, Oh, okay. All of a sudden they have kids and each, each change has creates a different way of how you act as friends. Cause then sometimes people are like, Oh, well, we're going to empty nest by having places to live, different places to live. Mm -hmm. That's an awesome thing. If you can do that, if you can't do that, then what do you do? So, and many times you're very fortunate to have friends that say, just come to our place. And that's an awesome thing too. But I think too, you have to understand that the changes that can occur. Yeah. Changes is in change is inevitable. Yeah. You know, you can't, um, you can't think that you're going to stay in one place the rest of your life. That First of all, that would be so boring, Yeah. Right? right? So I think some of the friendships that last the longest are the ones that the all parties involved are adaptable. Yes. You know, and I able agree. to adapt to the changes in life. You know, some of our closest friends have kids that are um, out of college, in college, and still in high school. And all of our kids are grown, married, um, right. or, you know, working. So we're, we're different and we've been friends since all their kids were in their early high school years, even elementary school years. And, but we've adapted through the years and, um, that's, that's really, really important. If you can't adapt to the situations that you're going through, then it's going to be really, really hard to maintain friendships. Sometimes that does mean that you're moving away from each other. Yes. How do you maintain friendships that our long distance now all of a sudden. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you try to call, you try to connect somehow. Right. I was listening to a podcast. We all know I'm a podcast uh, <laughs> nut. Um, and, and anyways, they were talking about um, things to do. You know, one of the things is an opt-in kind of thing, an opt-out, excuse me, thing that was regularly scheduled. So the, how do you connect with some people? But again, we'll talk more about yeah. those details. But yeah. I thought it was an interesting conversation. The other thing that I think is interesting is that um, men's friendships are different than women's. So different. And how, if you're, if you happen to be married or in a relationship, how their ability to deal with friendship and how impacts yours and what your friends are together. That's another whole That's dynamic. That's a whole other dynamic. Yeah. And they say men actually get more lonely. And we'll talk about that yeah. too than women, um, only because some of the norms, the societal norms that they grow up with. But still, that impacts you. No one person can be everything to right. you. Exactly. So even exactly. though they may be one of your best friends, the closest there is, 
still, sometimes you can't cry about something to them. That's exactly right. Especially that. And that's one of the things where respect comes into play, because if you know that they've been through something or going through something and, you know, if maybe they're still tender about it and if you go and complain about a situation, maybe, you know, maybe it'll trigger something in them and we need to be conscious of that. You know, if you have a friend say, who's just recently gone through a divorce, you know, you may not want to vent about your husband to them out of respect for them, not because you don't love them and not because they might not want to listen to you, but maybe, you know, we want to respect them enough not to trigger something. I I see that. And I've been learning that through a friend who lost her husband suddenly and, and trying to be mindful to her. Then the things that I talk about um, to be a good friend is not to, you know, say, Oh, well, I got this going or we got this. And that's not that she doesn't want to know some of those things, but I don't think it's something that we regularly talk about. We're building new ways of looking and talking and and helping out. And sometimes just letting them initiate those conversations. Let them ask you those questions right? instead of just like, you know, telling them all the great things. Right. I feel like um, friendships have become, even in-person friendships can become a lot like Facebook friendships where we only want everyone to see all the great things, right? We put on our best self right? and, you know, we only tell them the best things that are happening in our life. And to me, the, the closest relationships I have are the ones where people know the deepest, darkest. Yes. Parts, right? The parts that you've struggled. The, yeah. The goods, the goods, bad, and the ugly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and when you know that you have someone that's like willing to stick with you and that you can open up, because you don't want to open up to just anybody. No. You know, you gotta be really careful. You've right. gotta be, you've gotta be particular about who you open up and become vulnerable to. And so I'm transparent with everybody, but I'm not vulnerable with everybody. I would agree. I feel like I live a very transparent life. Like this is who I am. I don't try to put on a show, Um, but I'm not vulnerable with everyone. And and the people, when I choose to be vulnerable with somebody, it means a lot. Yep. I real, I've learned that. Yes. I've learned that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, um, I hope you enjoyed this little bit of a discussion between Veronica and I hearing yeah. about, about friendship and what it means and what number of friends, just a little bit of statistics. Yeah. Uh, next week, again on Monday, we'll be back talking about the concept of loneliness. loneliness. Um, tough, some tough discussion, but yeah. we, it's a good one to have. So we hope you enjoyed this. And Veronica? We will see you next Monday. Oh, what am I forgetting? If I only, oh, if I only knew. So one thing, you, if you only if knew I, about... If I only knew how to really maintain and adapt my friendships, I would so agree. I would totally have done some things different, but now I do know. And now I can move forward knowing. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right. Till next week. Stay tuned. Let us know. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, Debbie, how you doing? I'm good. Good. Welcome to 2020. I know. It's going to be fun in the minute That's, we start. The dogs, the dogs start barking. They like okay. you. We need that. Okay. Oh, oh the dogs, dogs are driving me crazy. <laughs>